Well, good morning. I'm so pleased to be speaking with Minneapolis-based sculptor Kim Matthews. Hi, Kim. Good morning. I'm so glad to speak with you today. We've been talking with artists around the Twin Cities just to hear about what's getting created while uh, everyone is staying at home. And I know that's probably a pretty common occurrence for you to be staying at home. So uh, it's just fun to check in and see what's being created. Uh, Well, I actually am new at staying at home because I have to support myself through a full-time job. So um, I work for uh, an online university. So fortunately, we have robust robust tech tools, but I'm kind of late to the game getting used to using them all. (laughs) All right. Well, thank goodness you make art. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Something something has to bring sanity and, and order, which is really what a lot of my work is about. So, um, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. So do tell us, Kim, a little bit about your style and some of the, uh, you know, what your pieces look like or the things that you're drawn to. Uh, well, my work is rooted in a long-term meditation practice. Um, I had been, I had took a long break from making art many years and then I learned how to meditate, um, in 1998 and really felt this deep yearning for getting getting back to making again. So I went back to school and and then as a result of all that thought, well, what am I going to do? And so that turned into trying to investigate the evolution of consciousness that happens through meditation. So then that just kind of started all sorts of things. So I've investigated various materials and processes as a way to sort of connect to what happens through meditation. Um, And then within those, there are a lot of different changes um, just as time passes. So currently I'm working on two very different bodies of work. One is kind of an eccentric group of colorful sculptures that are uh, inspired by wanting to recapture the best parts of my childhood in the late sixties and early seventies. So they're bright and, and just fun. And then, and they're modular and, and kind of, um, well, right now they're kind of destabilized for some reason. <laughs> what uh, do you mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> it's, well, it's so funny. Cause I didn't, this has been just sort of, I've been perceiving a lot of changes just kind of very, subtly because you just sort of do perceive a disturbance in the forest now and then. Uh, (laughs) So I've been making these kind of things that, that are vaguely architectonic out of these cubes of foam that are all stuck together with, with um, bamboo skewers and stuff. And they make, so they make towers or they make blocks or they, you know, these Mm -hmm. kind of cubic forms and then those are covered with concrete and painted. And as I've been working on that series, I've been making them just really show these shifts. So the one, I just finished one the other day, and it and it is a cube on tiny, tiny legs that looks like it could fall over at any moment. So oh. that's, yeah, so it's kind <laughs> of, it's these things are not, they're not. I'm, I'm very intuitive, like I said, so I don't think about this stuff in a, in a very conscious way, and then it just sort of happens. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm doing those, and then I've I've been working uh, since last fall on a series of drawings, um, little tiny drawings that are based on um, or inspired by the tantric drawings of Rajasthan, which are these little devotional drawings that that if you didn't know any better, you'd think were made in Europe in the early 20th century. They're geometric. And they're very powerful and have singular forms, but they're um, but they were kept by people in their homes, kind of like little little icons. So I've been working on those. Those are very different. They are they tend to be uh, monochromatic, so they're gray grayscale with white. Or um, so those are very different kinds of things. But in both of them, I would say. They they have to do with these kind of dualities with a, with order and disorder with with kind of natural um, cycles of creation preservation and destruction and so there are definitely some common threads there. Okay, I'm speaking with Minneapolis-based sculptor Kim Matthews and Kim. I'm curious about your transition or or maybe journey to becoming a sculptor in the first place. Like, what makes you want to? I guess, build and construct things as opposed to draw or paint, even though you said that you do are, are doing some of that as well. But, but I'm curious about that. Um, I have been thinking about that for a long time, just as sort of a background thing. Um, I grew up in Maine. My parents um, worked for auctioneer in, in, in the summertime. So I spent my early childhood going to auctions and I lived in a wonderful house built in 1840 and just kind of absorbed this love of beautifully made objects. And so uh, then when I went to school, I just kind of naturally gravitated to making objects. So when I was in high school, I did a lot of clay and stuff like that because that's what we had and kind of dabbled in metal. And then uh, after my hiatus, I uh, went to the University of Minnesota, did printmaking, um, which is really materially, you know, process and material based as opposed to other other kinds of two dimensional media. And then through that, I, I realized what I really wanted was to have control over the paper I was working on because I wasn't satisfied with what the kind of standard printmaking paper. So then I took a papermaking course and as a result of that, one of our assignments was to do a three-dimensional form. And all of a sudden, it was like heaven opened up. And I went, oh, my God, this is it. Yeah, it was an incredible experience. So I worked in paper for a long time and then just had some issues because of the amount of time it takes to make paper. It's very, you have to have long interrupted blocks of time to do it and um and and it's then you make these very fragile objects. So if you are trying to exhibit someplace, then that is a just a challenge in terms of getting everything packed so it's nice and safe. So then I started working with other materials. So one thing leads to another. Gotcha. Where can people see your art, Kim? Well, um, if Ridgedale ever opens up uh, there. <laughs> I have a uh, half a dozen sculptures uh, as part of the uh, exhibition whose name 
escapes me right now. Um, so there, there's a Minnetonka Center for the Arts. Spon oh, up close and sculptural. That's what it is. So Min Minnetonka Center for the Arts uh, has an annual sculpture exhibition of small works uh, at, at Ridgedale. So that's up. And then um they can always go to my website www.kimmatthewsart.com and i have a show in tennessee right now too but that that I'm, i don't know when that show piece is going to come back so covid has caught us all by surprise we'll just indeed. have to see what happens <laughs> indeed well minneapolis-based sculptor kim matthews what a pleasure it was to get to know you a little bit and see your work and there's also a really great piece about you on minnesota originals isn't there Yes, thank yep. you very much. It's gosh, that thing is almost ten years old, but uh, I really love MNO, and I can't speak highly enough for their their team and the quality of the work that they produce. So it's about a six minute segment, and uh, it was really fun to do. So I hope uh, you get to see it and enjoy it. Yep, check out Kim Matthews Art. Her website is kimmatthewsart.com. And Kim, it's been a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you so much, Emily. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and, and everybody stay safe.